arrested shortly before midnight. Mm-hmm. They kicking her door at 1 a.m. So my thing is like, and then this one made it even crazier. So after they kicking her door and the shootout ensues, right? Mm-hmm. They still never searched the house. They never confiscated anything out the crib. So it was like the shootout happens and then y'all leave. Meanwhile, the other team had already apprehended him at the third location where that they went to. A whole like almost an hour before. A whole like hour it would have been before. some time for you to know something. Right. Right, to where you could have easily put the call out like, yo, suspect's already been apprehended. It's done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's done. Now, granted, we have the warrant, so if we want to search the house, it's fine, but we, there's no need for us to kick in the door because we yeah. already have him. Yeah. We would go in there with a regular warrant and knock on the door and do our normal search. Mm-hmm. It could have all been avoided, bro. Completely been avoided. But, like, but what... That shit is weird, though. But like, what do you think it really was about, though? Like, if you if you got him already, right... Mm-hmm. And now, we're going to say that you have at least a 20 to 30 minute window in between and say that, you know, fucking, we got old boy. Like, <laughs> to me, it's a prime example of excessive force. It's a prime example of bad policing. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, if y'all supposed to be moving as a unit and understanding that. We're going to these specific addresses. And that seemed like a big-ass task. That seemed right. like some shit that everybody five would know ad- about right. for the That's night. five locations. Yeah, like... And, you, and you're doing it, again, late night, early morning type shit. Mm-hmm. So you would think that, I, we went to the first location, boom, he's not there. Mm-hmm. Team that's ready for the next location gets set. Mm-hmm. Boom, he's not there. All right, boom, now we got him at third location. Yo, call off the rest of the units. That's it. Call it off. That's it. Because, I mean, that, that, that's, that's why I was kind of like... Unsure because after you just told this story, it seems like so. So for starters, if it, uh, the uh, the ex boyfriend wasn't even in the story, so the ex boyfriend they was already broken up. Yeah, but they weren't even in the story from from the beginning. So it right. seemed like as as the story started going, more and more time started going by, more and more people started saying we want to arrest the killers. More things started coming out. Is what I'm saying. A lot of things because from what I saw, the initial press releases made it seem as if she was a suspect because it said. One cop shot, suspect dead. Yeah. Right? So we know she wasn't the suspect. Uh-huh. She wasn't who you were there for. Right? That's the first thing. The second part of it, her mom's on there, and, you know, and, and condolences to the family, obviously, because that's something nobody should have had to live through. Mm-hmm. The mom said herself, when, <coughs> when she got the call that night from the boyfriend, mm-hmm. and then there's lost contact where she's trying to call the boyfriend back, call the daughter back, nobody's picking up. She goes to the house. Right? They tell her, oh, the boyfriend's been arrested. Oh, but where's my daughter? Oh, she's been transported to this hospital. Mm-hmm. So she goes to the hospital. The hospital's like, no, she's not here. Nobody's been transported here. So she's like, all right, well, I need to know where my daughter is because I went to her this home. This is Brianna Taylor's mother. Brianna Taylor's mother. Okay. She goes, I need to know where my daughter is because I was told they were transporting her here and I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. The last communication I had was with her boyfriend when he told me there was a shooting in the apartment. So the hospital, the original hospital she goes to actually does the extra work and tries to find out where she might be getting transported to. Okay. So they, they're telling her, look, there's no information. There's nothing logged in as to where they might be sending her. But we don't know. So then she goes back to the apartment complex because at this point there's nothing but cops and ambulance over there anyway. Mm-hmm. She goes back to the apartment complex. There was a, a police officer who lived in the apartment complex who saw the mom trying to get answers and being turned away by the police. He threw on his uniform and was like, I'll find out for you what's going on. Mm-hmm. This is a guy who had nothing to do with the investigation. But he, he just lived, knew, uh, he okay. lived in a complex. Uh-huh. So he was like, I'll find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. So 
through him being, you know, in his uniform, he gets the information that nah, her body ain't been transported nowhere. She's still in the house. That's that's this is Ferguson all over again. They let her die in the cribs. Huh? This is Ferguson all over again. We gonna let them fucking stay right there because we die don't give a fuck crib, about son. them. We gonna disregard your fucking body, and, and that's gonna be that. Bro, there's so many parts <clears throat> of the joint. Like they they reenact the scene of when they bust in the door, right? So the boyfriend from Jump tells the story. He was like, "Yo, we had just literally fell asleep." He was like, "We had just literally fell asleep." Where you know we was we was watching a movie. She tells me, "Oh, turn off the TV." We go to sleep. Boom. Within 30 minutes, we hear a loud bang at the door. Bang, bang, bang. We both jump up out of bed. Mm -hmm. So she goes to the hallway and yells out, "Who is it?" Mm -hmm. Nobody responds. Then it's another loud bang. Bang, bang, bang. Who is it? Nobody responds. So that's when he grabs his gun. That's when he grabs his gun. When he gets back to the hallway, the door is getting blown off the hinges. Mm. So he shoots into the direction of the door because he don't know who's coming in. Absolutely. They start returning fire. This is the crazy shit, though, my nigga. So she lived on the first floor, uh -huh. right, uh, complex. So the cop who busts in the door who comes in, he gets hit. Okay. Another cop doesn't come in. He goes in. He goes through the side of the house, mm -hmm. starts shooting into her screen door. The fuck? Without yeah. without identifying anybody. That's yeah. that, just start shooting into the screen. It's door. not Huey, but who who else who got shot like that? I forgot. It was one of the uh, Black Panthers. They ran up in the house in Chicago. They did the same shit years ago. And then and shooting at every fucking and then body. The, her lawyer was talking about this. Not only did he just first of all he he got he lost his job behind that uh -huh. because you're not supposed to be open fire on unidentified uh, on unidentified suspects mm -hmm. yeah right cuz you don't know who else is in that house so you just shooting into a random house at this point and all the bullets ain't even stay in her apartment some of them actually went upstairs into the second floor so, yeah right so after the shooting happens the cop who fired his gun 10 times disappears for 2 hours what? nobody knows where he was at nobody can account for where he went he leaves the scene and he's missing for two hours. Okay. And then randomly yeah. shows up back at the police station afterwards. Nigga, this ain't hide and go see. <laughs> Fuck you was at. This whole shit is crazy. Now, I want to know now that the lawsuit is over and they gave the family all that, all that money. Now, how long is it going to take to arrest the, the officers? Like, how They're not going to arrest them, bro. I'm sorry to say it. They not. Yeah. They stolen. They they stole like a motherfucker. They didn't want to come up off that bread. Nah, they did. And and, and then the fact and the, the fact that a matter of they got to be happy with losing a fucking family member and getting paid, getting compensated for it, but you never getting that fucking person a, back. A good friend of mine put me on some shit I didn't know, and he told me this. He was like, "Yo, the reason that it's so hard to prosecute cops is the police union in their bylaws, right? Pretty much say you cannot prosecute a cop." Unless there is um, evidence of a crime being committed, right? Yeah. So the reason the terminology there is so tricky is that in order to prove evidence of a crime being committed, you would have to be able to provide another instance where that same situation happened. <laughs> what? Right. Because why do you think every time the cops do something wrong, they the victim becomes... Oh, they was the assailant. I yeah, say, I thought yeah. they reached for a weapon, right? Yeah. Because that's that's cop terminology for I've never been in this we've never experienced this situation. Yeah. Yep. Right? Yep. So Jacob Blake's a perfect example. Mm -hmm. He's walking to his car. Yeah. We see him walk into his car. Uh -huh. yeah. But because they try to throw in, I think he went for a weapon. So now it, it changes becomes, the whole right, narrative. Right now it changed the narrative. Yeah. Because now you're never gonna find another situation of a guy walking to his car to get a weapon. 
to a they to create bad situations. Right. So yeah. that's what they're doing. They create situations that make it very tough to prosecute, and then in turn makes it justifiable for what they did. But it still sounds yeah. like bullshit to it's the average bullshit, person. It's all bullshit, right? Yeah. We know it's bullshit. Well, it is bullshit. <laughs> that, that, that's exactly what it is. It's fucked up. And then you got, you know, you got this dude in uh, in L.A. coming at LeBron to my one. He donated a hundred thousand. Oh, help, the sheriff. Help, help, yeah, the sheriff. You know, to to, to help find the uh, the assailant that shot at those two cops. He was big cap. You know, and uh, in, in in L.A. And it's like, yo, but you. You got your own right here. Why you ain't policing your own? Why you ain't come out and ask him to put some money down on getting these dudes arrested? He was trying to be funny, man. That, no, they was that he was trolling with that one. That was some bullshit. But yeah, since we are recording, this is shooting the shit, shooting the shit, shooting the shit, and everybody's in the fucking building at the same motherfucking time. It's been it's been a long time. Damn time. It's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you. <laughs> this this shit sound this shit seems so crazy, yo. I seen fucking Eric today. I had to give him a fucking hug and shit. You already know, bro. Yo, the, the wild shit, man. And I'm thinking about it too. I'm reminiscing. We sat here and recorded an episode in this very room right when the quarantine first kicked off. We did. Mm-hmm. Remember? And we all had the same feeling like, ah, this might last like a month or two. Son. Mm-hmm. Six months later. Anyways, six months later. Yeah. So, so we're more of a quarantine podcast than a regular. Yeah, that's yeah, what's right. right. We've been with you guys through through all the quarantine, all the ups and downs, all the unemployment checks. We've been right here with y'all, man. Good yep. thing is we ain't, we ain't leaving y'all. Oh, never that. All the versus battles we 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 we've been through. Shout out to the Queens again. The doc- we, the documentaries. I think we covered every one of them too. Mm-hmm. We've the covered every versus battle documentaries. Free to rail. For, yeah. You seen the rise and fall of Tory, stupid ass. Oh, <laughs> yeah, quarantine radio fizzled out kind of fast. Quarantine mm-hmm. radio fizzled. Uh, a mad TikTok shit. Tick, mm-hmm. the, the, the president want to get rid of TikTok. Yep. president um, also wants you to inject yourself with, with Lysol and mm-hmm. bleach and all that kind of stuff too. Though, so. The crazy shit is the president has said so much shit during quarantine. And that doesn't even scratch the surface for all the shit he's actually said during his term. Yeah, that's a super fact. Did y'all see? I was watching. They had the um, the town hall with the president, and uh, so there was two people that just stood out that I, that I saw. It was this black dude, and um, you know he was asking the president flat out, you know, when you say make America great again, when has America been great for black people <laughs> he made that in face. this country? He made a face. I mean, you know, he automatically goes into whatever bullshit story he's about to, to, to deflect with. You know, he'll go to the, oh, but the unemployment numbers are up right now and amongst African Americans. And, and then, you know, because of the China virus. The China virus. <laughs> the China virus. That's his, that's, that's his yes. go-to. Anytime you want to deflect the, the, China, the China virus. virus. And he put that <laughs> emphasis on the China virus. Yeah, he disrespectful, bro. He know, how, he know how to sell a narrative. I'll get that motherfucker that. He know how to sell a fucking narrative. It's bullshit, but he know how to sell it. But, um, yeah, so of course he deflected, didn't answer that question. Said a whole bunch of bullshit. And the dude came back around and was like, um, okay, but, you know, he didn't answer the question. And he went in some more bullshit. Like, that, that's, what, that's what y'all do a lot. Y'all, y'all, y'all deflect... Y'all sidestep, you know what I'm saying? And it's not just Republicans, it's, it's politicians in, in yeah. general. Like, I want to be clear about that. Like, I don't, I don't pick sides. But you still voting, though. Oh, no, I'm definitely voting. That's yeah. a fact, bro. We got to vote, man, because, you know, we, we got to figure out a way to 
turn what we have and what we can do into a, into a positive and, and into a strength. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if we unify and we head in the right direction, maybe we can actually start to see some change. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's fucked up because, as you mentioned, Trump's first campaign was "Make America Great Again," and now his current slogan is "Keep America Great." <laughs> And I, I mean, I just find it ironic because this is the highest unemployment since the Great Depression. Son, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? that is crazy, bro. You probably had more deaths it, it, in the past right. couple of months. It's that nigga is crazy, bro. This is, this is since hold on, Civil this is War. right. This is the highest unemployment since the Great Depression. Mm -hmm. This is probably the greatest racial divide in this country since maybe, like you said, Civil War. Yeah. We're talking Civil Rights Movement in the sixties, and, and, and that's like at least forty years ago. Uh, we talking sixty years yeah. ago, civil yeah. rights movement. Sixty yeah. years ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and if, if we want to use a more recent incident, I mean, maybe Rodney King in the mid '90s yeah. was, was the only other time where there was this much of a divide. Yep. Yeah. And even then, we talk. That's thirty years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe OJ because OJ was around that time too. Right. It, it, OJ and, and and Rodney King was within a, a two year, two yeah. and a half year span. Yep. So again, within the last thirty years, Trump, you have somehow managed. To divide the country greater than has ever been divided, <laughs> while also divide America again, keeping <laughs> keeping America in the in, in the largest form of poverty since the Great Depression. Uh -huh. So we thank you. Uh, we appreciate you holding up the stimulus checks to write your name on them. Mm -hmm. We're grateful for that. We know you're going to you have direct again. deposit on that shit. Yes, I did. Oh, so you was good. I mean, you got the letter like two weeks later. Then. I got the letter, which was crazy because the letter came through, and first of all, we know he didn't write it. Yeah, we didn't write it, and then. I don't want to offend anybody out there, but we know he's our first special needs president, so listen, we know he didn't listen, write it. Listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, but so that that kind of brings me to the those families. Remember those fucking families that we were just talking about that fucking bought 90 acres in Georgia? Let me see. 19 That's families. Dope. Yes. 19 fucking families. Mm -hmm. And I seen some people that had some issues with that shit. It was kind of funny to me because we think of New York, right? We think of this whole fucking melting pot, but we got little Italy... We got Chinatown. We got this, you know, with this area, that area. So it's not really a fucking melting pot like people think it fucking is, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So to see these fucking, these, these 19 black families, I think they call it some type of safe haven or something like that. Like, yeah. shit is crazy. Like, in, in 2020, with all this shit going on, you say, yo, fuck the world, son. I'm about to go somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Like, how did y'all how, how feel about that? I thought it was amazing. We, we sat here and, and talked about it at the beginning of quarantine, like, use, your, use this stimulus money, use this unemployment money wisely. Mm -hmm. And for those families to unify and figure out a way to, how can we make this into something that's, that has longevity? Yeah. This is bigger than a trip to Miami. Mm -hmm. This is bigger than a trip to Cabo. You know what I'm saying? This, mm -hmm. is, this, is, this is how you start to create generational now. Mm -hmm. Because you can do so many things with that land to create income and create wealth. Mm -hmm. So kudos to them, man. And I think they, they set a, a great example for everyone else as we exit out of 2020. Yeah, and if y'all don't know, uh, one acre is probably like the size of a football field. Bruh. Right. There's a lot so, you could do. Exactly. <laughs> There's a Bruh. lot you could do. You one of those nights, that's like the fucking, um, I don't know if you guys watch Snowpiercer. You watch Snowpiercer? No, nah, no. Nah. It's a show on TNT. I have, yeah, I haven't seen this yet. Well, so, I, I saw it, but I haven't seen it. It's like one of those fucking shows. Like, I watch all those those fucking made-up uh, fictional type of mm -hmm. shits or whatever. So, they, it's like kind of the end of the world, so to speak. But it's like a frozen ice age. But okay. you got to see on this fucking train. And you got to have money in class and get in and shit like that. I don't know why I thought about it or whatever. But, it, but, but nonetheless, so if you're one of those 19 families and you a fucking 
15 year old kid right now what are you thinking I mean if you're a 15 year old kid honestly you probably don't have the wherewithal to understand what's going on mm -hmm. yeah. but I do think the the adults in that group are setting a great example because now you can learn remember you could rent out some of them acres for somebody who want to farm on that's a fact you know what I'm saying you, you can you can start to build on that land and, and figure out a way to either set up housing developments, set up Airbnbs, mm -hmm. set up all types of space, anything you want to do. 97 acres is a lot that's of a land. Big ass, like, that's damn right. like a town. like that, yeah. Pretty much. That's yeah. a town unto itself. Bro. So now you can start to bring in developers who only of, are of the same like mind. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. People who want to now better their community and be like, yo, mm -hmm. we want to bring you in. And now, you know what? The black community normally doesn't have a Whole Foods in their community, but ours does. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We could bring in the best doctors. We could bring in some of the best businessmen and teach our next generation now moving forward because we got all this land to just build on. Yeah. And you know what? Um, if, if your parents and your community is that like-minded, I want to actually, I think the 15-year-old would actually know a little bit more because you have to think about how much you... It's still in your daughter right, right. now. She's about uh, 14, 14, just 14. Yeah. right? So I, I think that at 15, that's an old enough age to where you do understand what's going on. You understand what's going on in the country around you. And if you see this is the kind of, of work that your family is putting in, um, I think you're getting that earlier on. And he and whoever's amongst that generation throughout the community are going to be able to really turn... That what you said ninety seven acres yeah ninety seven into ninety seven thousand acres yeah expand buy more because the parents that's buying it right now I got a follow up question for y'all too they're, they're <laughs> not gonna be as up on the technology changes as you are as a fifteen year old kid because they're right. they're a lot uh, older right so the knowledge that you're going to be able to soak up from the technology era. The social media because you already have that. that it's not like you leaving that world it's yeah. not like you're doing you're not that's Amish a fact. Or nothing exactly. like that no nah, that you're that, right that's you know a fact i, mean? I did overlook that yeah, yes. you're right so you will have a chance to to really take that shit to a complete and and then with now we're talking about generational wealth for real yeah mm -hmm. and you're, you're going to expand because as you get older you're going to have your family and and, and and whatnot so all this is going to expand as long as everybody does their part you out here working you know what I'm saying, and continue to educate yourself, continue to educate your children, then you'll really be able to expand on that to something crazy in this country. And, you know, it's not, well, not, I mean, of course, we're always at a time where somebody could take some shit from you, but it's not like, you know, in the 1500s, you know, back in the day where a motherfucker could just come in and blow up. Black yeah. Wall and I was gonna say, do you guys you see a potential like Tulsa situation? Like in 2020, I don't, I, I see, I see us being way more smarter, and, yeah. and, and 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 aware of what the fuck is going on. So I don't, I can't say that I think is, I think they're gonna be in that town. They're gonna police themselves like it's fucking co-op city. Yeah. If you don't know about co-op city, that's in the fucking Bronx, and they have their own fucking I'm neighborhood. Like, yeah. Their own police. They got all that shit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right so it's gonna be some shit like that out yeah. in fucking Georgia, and it's not like you don't have. Um, uh, 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 certain amenities because you're gonna have all the fucking amenities. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like this is literally like that fucking Killer Mike show that he had, but it's your whole lifestyle. Yeah. I, I like. I, obviously, we don't know them personally, but I'm excited for them to see what they go, what they could do with that land. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, we're sitting here just talking about it, 
and I'm already thinking like, yo, if you if you really get with the right developers, mm -hmm. you know what type of community you could really build there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and see more pop up. Here right, here. exactly. And Sean, like, you, you know, we always talk about it, like, because we, we have a little bit of experience in that DMV area. Yeah. Like, PG County is, like, probably the richest county in Maryland. Yeah. yeah. And that's primarily black. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they do great things in that county yep. of building it up, right. right businesses, houses, you know, half million dollar houses everywhere you look. And that's primarily black. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to see what, what, what these young people can do with this land in Georgia oh, and what they're going to turn this into. Because I think we're going to revisit this conversation 10 years from now, yeah. and that shit's going to be a real town and city unto itself where it's like anything you need, opportunities are here, jobs are here, and, and the quality of life is here, and you ain't got to deal with none of that bullshit that's yeah. going on in other places in this country. Now, how crazy is that? Like, this just happened, and... Was it the last show, the show before that, I was telling y'all when I had seen the Jewish dude across the yep. street, mm -hmm. and immediately I was like, nah, we need to get together, <laughs> and we need to start buying this, this property up, because people are doing it, and that's a, this is a beautiful, beautiful thing that's happening. Um, man, I, I wish them the best and the most success possible, because this is big, and see, things like this... Like that's why, like when I like when I look at Barack Obama, in in office, right? So people, some people say he did this, some people say he didn't. Whatever the case may be, but one thing with Obama, it's the representation. Mm -hmm. So what he stands for, being a black man and being the president of the United States, which shows where we are came from. So whether you agree, you think he did, you know what I'm saying? Plus, politically, making changes, whatever. But just the idea of being able to see a black man as the president of the United States for the children that are coming up and being able to watch this. It's, it's the same thing when you see these black families coming together and buying up acres of property. This is something which is something that's gonna create generational wealth. Mm -hmm. So the when you're seeing this and you're saying Eric is telling his daughter, I'm telling my nephews, you're telling your your family. No, these are things that, that can happen. Because you got to be able to visualize, you got to be able to see people doing these things to really believe like, yo, you know what, I could be the president. You know what, mm -hmm. I could get my family, get a link with Eric's family. What's the first biggest thing family. you wanted to be as a kid? I wanted to be a fucking astronaut and shit. I mean, I'm be honest. I was I was a typical boy, bro. I ain't gonna front. I want the, my first real dream. Yeah, man, don't laugh at me, man. I'm gonna tell y'all the like truth. Like I want to be the macho man. <laughs> <laughs> Randy Savage. I'm not even gonna fucking lie to you. I'm not even gonna lie to you, nigga. Oh, Hulk, Hogan, yeah. Hulk Hogan, and Macho <laughs> Man was everything. Yo, brother, 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 brother. Listen, before my baseball dreams, before any athletic oh, dreams, you wanted to be the macho man? I wanted to be the <laughs> fucking like boy. Cause nigga, he had Elizabeth. Nigga, Elizabeth was he a bad motherfucker, man. Elizabeth was bad. You want to have with the elbow off the top rope right. and all that. Nigga, all the robes he used to have on, the fly-ass robes and shit, and sunglasses. Macho man was the man. He wasn't that little Hogan, but he was still the man. Ooh, 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 no, ooh. listen. Hogan was my man, too. But, but... But it was like it was like LeBron and Wade though. <laughs> right, right. But see, but the thing is, it ain't LeBron and Wade is in a fair comparison because Hogan was the guy. Don't get me wrong, Hogan was, was. my guy. Yeah. But Macho and Man you got, had and more you got flair. Your, and you got your yellow silky on right, right. now too. Macho okay. Man had more flair, bro. You see, you see what that's about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He had more flair. Hold up. But who had more than fucking Razor Ramon? If that's well, the case. But remember, yeah. Razor Ramon, well, that wasn't his original character though. 
All right, but still, that was who, that was what we know him for. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of old too, but when he was raising him on, when he had the toothpick in his mouth, when he tossed that fucking toothpick. Hey, oh yeah, man, Chico. Come on, son. <laughs> oh yeah, man, Chico. Say, it was a whole vibe. So Jericho was dripping, fucking my nigga HBK and shit. Oh yeah. Yeah, listen, I, I I was upset with Shawn Michaels when he finally beat my man Bret Hart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's that's neither here nor there, man. I mean, but we we gonna keep it sports for a little bit too. <laughs> we we gotta get into a motherfucker who 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 fucks some shit up all the way up. Uh, which one? Josh Bellamy. Uh. got caught in a massive COVID fraud. Last, last numbers I saw was something like twenty four mil. Twenty four mil, yeah. Right? Now he had just got cut maybe three days prior to the charges coming down. So we, so they probably knew about it, or had an inkling. I, I, I would, I would assume that there might have been a, a rumbling there. themselves. No rumbling, yeah. right now. And they were just on um, hard knocks too. So right now, this the this the issue I have with it for people that don't understand. So you get the small business loan, right, for a business that he ain't been operating in like three years, and then you Still immediately money. you immediately spend it on the drip. Gucci, Dior. <laughs> Come on, what's wrong with him? We just finished talking about people taking their money and investing. No. And you say, I'm, I'm going to go get nah, the, the new bro, Louis. What's wrong with did, him? At that point, did he just say, fuck this football shit? Because, like... He, he, he probably did. That's what you have to say. Because, like, he, he, he couldn't have said, I'm going back to the league. Because if... if I if, mean, he was trying to still play in the league. Nah, bro. Like, you, you think he was that bad hard, off? I don't know how hard he was training for it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. He, nah, he was wilding. Like, y'all gotta stop. See, this is, all right. <laughs> you upset? <laughs> I was upset when I read it, too. This is what I call a PLD. The fuck? A poor life decision oh. <laughs> that you just made, brother. And, I, you know, I hate that I gotta keep having these conversations with these young brothers, but you keep making PLDs, okay? Hmm. You're in a position where you're getting money, and you're able to start on the path to build generational wealth for you and your family. Don't fuck it up. With a twenty-four you sound million dollars. Sounding mad right now. He's <laughs> trying to set yourself up. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, because we at, at some point like we we can't you know go go easy. We gotta really talk to these cats because uh -huh. it's like yo, you fucking it up. Everything like motherfuckers is out here dying for real. That's a fact. In these streets, for you to have opportunities and you fucking them up and throwing them away. Nah, he bought he bought uh, Gucci with that opportunity. Exactly, you're a fucking yeah. idiot, man. Like, what's wrong with Yo, you? Yo, but you know what really got him fucked up, bro? It wasn't even that he got the loan. It was that he was showing other people how to do it. And that's how they was able to catch on him. Like, my thing is... <laughs> Talk to your boy, man. Nah, I'm going I'm to use... I'm, listen, I'm going to... If y'all want to opt out of this, I can understand. I'm, I'm going to bring up a scenario that all men can relate to, right? Uh-huh. You cheat on your girl, you catch that body. Mm -hmm. Right? There's only but so many times you can go to the, to the crime scene before you get caught. Yeah. Right? You can't keep going back to the crime scene and then wonder why you get caught. You just finessed the government. He had his hand in the cookie jar. Right. You yeah. just finessed the government out of $24 million. Now you're going to tell everybody and their mother how to I finesse the government? A better scenario. He's like a car scammer that keeps going back. Right. Your pieces ain't here. See how I dipped that just now? Your pieces ain't <laughs> here, bro. Your pieces ain't here. Now the car machine fucked up. Right. Now you shit out of luck. But there's no need for that, man. You just got 24 million. Like, I get it. But use that 24 million to help niggas get on, man. No, but... It Don't set up... But you already know you, you, you did the swindle, bro. That's not a situation. Like, a situation where you like, yo, my man over here at the store, he giving niggas 60% off. Let's go. Let's go cop right. this shit. That's, that's the hot hookup that you send to your friends. 
Not some fucking illegal fucking scam <laughs> that you already right. No, I'm sure. I'm sure when that deposit hit the account, he probably was shocked. Like what? Like this went through. They sent it over. It's clicking right yeah. now. And he you did the, the dumb shit and fucked it up. And yeah. now look at you. Now you you ain't going back to the fucking league. You're done. At this point. You're done with the league. You, you might wind up getting some jail time. Yeah. You're done with the league. So you know you're probably gonna lose a lot of that money that you had. So mm-hmm. all that Gucci shit is going to fuck back. I, I hope you stash some of it he, in an account that yeah. isn't connected he, uh, to. He, exactly. I think he spent a, a, a good bit of it, from my understanding. Um. Uh, and I think he may have gave something. I don't know. Either way, he got caught up being stupid and shit. And it's crazy because, like I said, I guess at that point he just said fuck it and he gave up on himself. And, and sometimes I get I get I get caught up in a swindle like that. And I ain't gonna say their names, but I got some family members that ain't directly <laughs> tied to me. Now, listen, just hold this down. You hold down thirty percent of it. Oh the yeah, rest yeah, 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 yeah. When I get out, right? That's yeah. No just in case they come knocking, yeah. this is what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now. Don't come, don't come out, don't come out the pen in a few years. So much, I'm making a comeback. It's yeah. too late. You're yeah. done. Nah, you're nah. done. But you gotta watch out with that too, because I remember, you know, watching a couple of them, them uh, Vlad interviews with like Ricky Ross and all of them. Vlad be snitching, man. Old school drug dealers, and they be talking about how they be laboring money with family and friends and shit, and they come back and that shit be gone. Bye bye bye. Like the feds, you know that. But do you do you think if that ever happened to you, you got any, any friends or family that would really hold you down like that? Like if you had, fuck it, twenty thousand. Yeah, I, I know for sure. You going you going up for five? I know for sure. I got two family members for two. sure that I could be like, yo, hold this down and just keep this bit of it, put and it be good. When I get out, right? I'm gonna give you like five thousand or some bullshit, but that's free money. Well, you already get them money at that point. I gotta give you money again when I get. No, them. No, 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 what I'm no, saying. No. I would tell them. I would tell them, yo, take your cut now, but just hold my shit down. Yeah. And when I come back, but I mean, so when I come home, I'm still gonna be the king. Right. Everybody, everybody <laughs> ain't on that level, but you know, I, I I know for a fact I got two for sure that I can be like, yo, and they be like, yo, say no more, you good. Yeah. Like, I don't know why that's the scenario I, I thought about, but, like, you got to really think about, because nah, that's some shit that, shit that you got to, you know what I'm saying? I thought like, about that shit, because I, I done spend a lot of nice things about bank robbery, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I hit this shit on that, the right That bit. message was not, uh, <laughs> Let's keep the mindset the of shooting the shit. Let's keep, that's, yo, that's, that's the mindset of Legend of Two Games. Like, like, if the back of this Brinks truck open up and they come looking for this money, I need somewhere to put it. I mean, if, oh. the, if it fall out the truck and they still driving, they don't know it fell out the truck. Yeah, you remember we used to get like, some good shit off the back of the truck back in the day? Right? Yo. I remember I lost a job at Foot Action for getting shit off the back of the truck. <laughs> My grandfather used to get mad shit off the back of the truck. Like, he used to drive trucks across the country and shit, and he used to get, you know, mad shit. Always some shit popping up. Son, my uncle... And now I'm embarrassed you to say this. <laughs> My uncle used to have a meat connect, Paul. Oh yeah, the meat. Yeah, the meat. I know you. Yeah, yeah. So I was down south and they used to sell I, meat, I bro. Uncle Paul's. <laughs> right, right. This when I was still in high school, and I used and like to the little plastic. Yep. Yeah, God. I used to go to my uncle's house every weekend when I was still in school. Hang out with him and go to his softball games, chilling. Oh, uh, that's some '90s shit. Yeah. Trip, no, I still pull up with my own pull up the softball games. Like, yo, what up? That's a fact. Niggas be having a cooler full of liquor. Yeah, yeah. That's probably where I got my drinking habit from. But either way, and I pull up to his crib. You know, Saturday morning, he he cutting up tenderloins and shit. Like, fuck, is you doing? I gotta put this shit away in the deep freezer. He got mad oxtails up there. And, and, and then right, and then the nigga bragging all this shit, two hundred, all this shit. <laughs> Nigga, you talking like you just got a brick. He got, he got, he got wholesale meat. Right. Right. That shit was more than a brick. Right. Them steaks, though. 
Oh hell yeah, yeah. steaks, the, the the Italian sauce, yeah, all that yeah. shit. The you steaks be good. Shit, that'd be the real. That'd be the money makers when you get them steaks. You be good there. for months, bro. Hell yeah. Oh man, you know, but that that's different shit. We grew up. That's that's how we grew up here. You Yo, know? but that's a whole pause statement. We you know we yeah, grew up with the is. meat needs to sell meat and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Off the back of the truck. Yo, Yo, used to fuck that meat up. Hey, 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 Speaking of, you see uh, <coughs> Travis Scott got a McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to that brother. It's a uh, fucking quarter pounder with bacon on it. But why we got to have these fucking meals at these fast food places and shit? Because that's how they fuck up the black community. <laughs> With all this fast food shit, they been fucking... <laughs> trying to push down in our direction. The nigga said, when you go in there and say straight up, like, you think motherfuckers go in this? <laughs> goofy. Goofy ass shit. Yo. Who the fuck go straight up? <laughs> with, a, with a straight face. Straight up. Imagine you would the uh, cashier, she West Indian, so you know she got an attitude uh. as you walk in there. <laughs> Yo. I'm just mad that he trying to put out merch. Bro. With the giant. Bro, like that, listen, they gonna buy it though. Yo, I used to work at McDonald's, bro. I worked at McDonald's from like 16, and when I used to come home from fucking uh, Christmas breaks and shit like that, and college and shit, those motherfuckers would let me, yo, I shouldn't be telling nobody this shit though, right? So we used to have this whole little scam where we used to get bread, right? So you down in Atlanta, there's a lot of Mexicans down there and shit. Motherfuckers used to come through the drive through order like five number ones with Cokes. All the Mexicans and they get up at work, right? The meal was like, let's say it was five fifty-one or some shit. Yo, they get to the to the window. We got money on the side, all that. Who cool, we gonna take the money? Cause they not giving me cars. Cause they don't got right. cars and shit. Get to the second window. One fucking meal. Oh yeah, yeah. You know where that money went yeah, <laughs> in my enough. fucking pocket. Son, that's what I say. When I work at Foot Action, everything I rang up for somebody was on my employee discount. Yo. Especially like Jordan, early Jordans. Mm. Let them go, cause you know I'm obviously I'm dating. What year we talking here. about? We talking about Wednesday Jordan release? Nah, this That's... was still when it was Saturday Jordan, cause I graduated in '01. So we talking like cats were still pulling up on Saturdays, but then you have the cats who come in early and be like, "Yo, can I, I get like them?" Don't you say come out on Wednesdays when we was in high school? Nah, it was Saturday releases. Okay, right. I remember I was third key at Foot Action at <laughs> I'll never forget, bro. And it was me, my manager was a cool dude, and my assistant manager was this black chick from Alabama. She was cool as shit. Mm -hmm. And on, on when it was Jordan release, the main manager would never want to come in because it'd be too hectic. Mm. So what I started realizing was like, oh, he ain't going to come in Saturday anyway. So I would start letting them shits go early, but I would cut the barcode off. They might have been getting them shits early. Nah, yeah. I was, I was cutting, Like during the week, they yeah, were getting them yeah, shits. Yeah, yeah, we used to get them yeah. early. During the week, shipment come in. I used to cut the barcode off, and mm -hmm. but I would make cash pay me the full amount of cash. Yeah. So the shit came out to like one seventy five. Because again, we talking two thousand one, one seventy five. Bomb. All right, now I'm gonna hold the money down. Now Saturday, first thing in the morning, boop, I'm just scanning a bunch of joints, but now I'm putting my employee discount on. <laughs> so for every pay, I'm keeping like sixty to seventy dollars in my pocket. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Before you know what I'm doing, and I'm stealing my pair. Yeah. Fuck out of here. You think I'm paying for my pair? Get out of here. Yo, we wasn't Damn. shit. Nah, hell nah. Hell nah. And my mom knew what was up. Like, so I was 19, 20 years old. Oh, my yeah. mom's like, yo, like every pair of Jordans came out, I got them shits already. <laughs> Bang, I'm good. Like, there's no way, my Yeah, boy. like, <laughs> nigga, you're at foot action. Yeah. Boy. Right. And I'm using your car, mom. Yeah. <laughs> I, need, yeah. I need to get to work. Give me your car. <laughs> 
Give me the keys now, mom. <laughs> you got your white boy bag? Yeah, right, right. You know what I'm saying? My sneaker collection is crazy. Ain't got, ain't got a car. Living with my mother, but my sneaker collection is crazy. But it is what it is. You know, that's that's the vibe. That's how we was giving it up at that time. Shit was different. It was a different time for being a young boy back then versus being now. We talked about Takashi many fucking times. Speaking of young boy. Uh, he's been fishing for fucking interviews and shit. I don't know if you guys saw. I think he's trying to speak to somebody, but I think he's trying to keep perpetuating the whole shit. Like he keep trying to like just sell out motherfuckers. Like he don't care. I, I saw yeah. he tried to he tried to like sell Gilly on the idea, and Gilly oh, shut that, that shit down. Do yeah. say, baby. He tried to get he tried to get my song um, to do Yo, it too. While my we song speak, shut it down. Yeah, my song Mike shut it down. Gil shut it down. I think Joe Budden and them shut it yeah. down. Yeah, pretty much down. all the big outlets. Yeah, I, I, I do it right. Where's he gonna do it? But but the see, he don't. I don't think he, he don't would want to go to Vlad because yeah. he know Vlad don't care about the culture. So you he gonna? Wants, he wants somebody who is so respected by the culture to do it yep. and by the street, right, to it. help his yeah. image. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I get it. I'm be honest. We, we talking this shooting the shit, mm -hmm. right? I would have loved for Gilly or my son to do the interview. And here's why. One, because they wasn't going to kiss his ass. Yeah. They was going to be 100 with him. <laughs> Gilly was going to throw right. mad fucking words right. at him. And, and two, two <laughs> mad think, acronyms and shit. Right. Two, I think that we got to realize that the only way that this next generation realizes how fucked up what he did was for somebody to put him in his place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. If, if everybody else keep pampering him like motherfuckers, like academics, the younger generation, but academics is that sucker nigga that you went to school with that he got he, know he got he got a little bit of attention now. He the nigga that we sent to the store. We yeah, know that. like he we know yeah. that. But he was mad knowledgeable about music or some bullshit like that. Well, he, was, or whatever. he was a DJ, but he just he, you know he be he, he be doing a lot of weird he, he do like the he like the the weird little brother and shit. Yeah. He the nigga that talks shit from the window. Yeah, yeah. You guys suck. <laughs> Well, at least, at least he understands. He knows he's not like that. Because when he was trying to come at me, he's like, you know, he made, he made it clear that he was not talking about what the man. he said he was all like getting police and shit like that. Because he remember how Safari was getting chased exactly, down the street. Yeah. Remember what Safari yeah, got chased down the street? He didn't want that to go down. So he's like, I'm going to get this clear. <laughs> yeah, you never want to be that dude. a boxing match or anything. Oh, yeah, you never right. want to be. Yo. Niggas be talking tough so they get chased down the street. Then it's like. All right, maybe I might have spoken. Yo, I saw term. that shit happen when I was when I was young. I was in Stone Mountain and this shit. We got off the school bus, and it was like some crazy shit. Like, yo, niggas got off the bus. Dude said some shit to the dude girl. He hit this nigga with a dirty boot, like in the mud. The he no, he picked up a dirty boot oh. out the mud and slung that shit and hit the nigga in the back, and that was it for him. Son. I'm just saying, in regards to Takashi, though, <laughs> let's get back. Let's get back to this motherfucker, man. You know what I'm saying? I would have loved for one of them to take the interview, to kind of check him, mm -hmm. put him in his place, and then also let that younger generation know this ain't how you operate. Because mm -hmm. truth be told, son, if we if we if we're gonna be honest, Takashi had an opportunity musically, mm -hmm. right? He was changing the game. I give him his credit. He was putting out a lot of number one hits. He kind of he knew what his sound was. He knew what he was doing. And in the moment he snitched, it was like, now you fucked yourself. But he bro. was perpetrating a, a personality of somebody that he wasn't, though. He was. Yeah. A, a lot of niggas do. Yeah. But we're it, not, not going to pretend like a lot of but, niggas but, don't. But he was like, it was to the point where, like, 
when they joke and say there's like industry plants, like I feel like he might have been like one of those industry plants. Been, yeah, and it's what? like and it's like he was like projected so much more than what he was. Like I never was a fan, and I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not going. I don't want to sound like that old head. That's like I don't fuck with young shit. Like I fuck with young shit all the right. time, but that shit I just didn't fuck with it. Like he was yelling. Yeah, but what happened with Takashi and what he went wrong at was he was fucking with the wrong street niggas. Right. But who? But that's how do you the, know who's the... You know what I'm saying? This, that, this shit is different. This, this is how you know. This coded shit is different now. The situation that he was in, that's that's the type that you don't fuck with. Pass me the alcohol, though. Right there. That's the type <laughs> that you don't fuck with. Yeah. The type that's, that's going to keep you... One, that's going to keep you in the mix when niggas is doing street shit. Get that and two... The type that's gonna oh, let you. Oh my bad, my bad, y'all. We ain't here drinking. We not. Nah, I want the Casamigos. I want the Henny. The Henny is a little bit say, low. Are we think we taking a deuce? Nah, so I'm, I'm gonna take a little bit of deuce. I'm gonna take that too. The, Pause. Um, <laughs> the type that you know, what I'm saying, will let you run around talking about suck my dick and, and this and that. Like you know, we all grown men. We know we don't play that type right, of disrespect. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which so is, the fact that y'all, you you 35 mid 30 year old dudes. Running around with this 19-year-old, letting him tell everybody to suck his dick. Son. That's a problem. Son, but that's why I was always disappointed in Shotty. And I don't know him personally. Mm-hmm. But I remember when the first time he went up to Breakfast Club and Charlemagne had even said, like, yo, you let the young boy run reckless. And he's like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, you know how these young kids are. They're going to say what they want. And my immediate reaction was like, nah, bro, because you his OG. Yeah. yeah. You I mean, supposed, supposed to G-check him and be like, nah, you need to chill the fuck out. Yeah. Go make this music. Let's go get this money. We'll protect you, mm-hmm. yeah. but don't be out here initiating beefs and inviting beefs. Yeah, cause we trying to get this money. And you could talk shit. You could be right. arrogant, cocky as fuck, but you drawing the crossing the line when you start inviting niggas to your gym. So, so, but, 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 Yo, but on. at what point? Cause I feel like he was wilding the whole fucking time. But at what point do you think that he really started wilding extra? Cause he was wilding the After whole the time. Video. But he started. I feel like he was wilding the whole time. That like, was, that was when he really blew up because of the Gummo video. I think the Cali shit sent it overboard. So when when from the Nipsey joint. Nah, that no, was that's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, talking yeah. about when they had the fight at LAX, mm-hmm. and they got into a fight with like four dudes out there. Yeah, that to me was like when it set it when it went over the top. Because at that point, bro, you the cash cow. Mm-hmm. You cannot be fighting. You thought people. he was parking the casino. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> that's what he thought. Come with me. Right. Like, you yeah. out here fighting motherfuckers at, you, at the sidewalk checking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. at the curbside? At the curbside, yeah. bro. The pre checking shit? <laughs> but that's where it comes from, all that reckless talking. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers will pop on you anyway. And then you out here beefing with Jay Prince to the point where you can't even perform at South by Southwest. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Like now you fucking with the money, bro. Yeah. Yo, he been, yo, it's it, it costs a lot to move around with him. Right. Yeah. What's he making off of any of this? Well, well, he like a muppet baby. They moving him around. Speaking of, so I saw some shit, little Dirk. So shout out to Dirk because I fuck with Dirk. Uh huh. After Takashi pulled the little stunt, pulling up to Chicago and all that, Dirk put it out there. He was like, yo, his people reached out to my people and was like, yo, it ain't personal, but if he throw a jab at you, throw one back, yeah. and we'll send you bread because the beef is what keeps the streams going. And Dirk was like, I'm For the not doing same that. shit when he's trying to get the interviews. Like, they right. reaching right, right. now. <laughs> they reaching, and it showed because I think his first week numbers was only like 40,000, 50,000. That's yeah. nothing, yeah. So for all the YouTube views you getting... Nobody's 
listening or downloading your music as much yeah. as you think. Yeah. Well, because it's starting to it's starting to die down. It was like, all right, when we first came home, all right, everybody wants to hear what gonna say because we want to talk about snitching. That's when he did the right. IG uh, video, broke the fucking shattered the record or whatever. The first time on, yeah. Then they put the song out. You know what I'm saying? The little clips started to come out with Akon. So, but it was like he was real hot at the time. No, I think now nobody asked Nikki. Cool nobody off. asked Nikki about this. Well, you know, listen, that's a whole other issue right there. You well, we know saying? how she feels about pedophiles. Um, so that's a whole other issue how she right protects, there. How she protects those who, who love to prey on children. Yeah, so that's a whole, yeah, so. Do I, did, I, did I expect more from her? I mean, I, I stopped putting expectations on people because. Yeah, Nikki's a dope artist, the, yeah. yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. But it's, but. Nikki came in on the fucking in like the Smack DVD era right. on some street shit. Yo, what's that you know one shit she had so, that when she first came out? That shit was that shit was hard. That fucking shit. Yo, yeah. Nikki's yeah. dope. Nah, yeah. I ain't gonna front. Nikki is dope as an artist, but I, I did lose respect for the way she handled certain situations yes. with other artists, where it made me just feel like you know she what, a pop like, star. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a lot of it. She a pop star, like she not even like but, she not even like Nicki as you know what I'm saying, like. But you can't forget where you came from. That's and that's what people, a lot of people that get frustrated with her. It's like yo, like you came from this here. You came from the street, the hood. You know what I'm saying, like and then like you can't you change up. You can't. So that's there. a. I was in that car with the Wayne. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's yeah, that's the itty bitty shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my thing is like I, you know, I, she had made the comment in regards to to. Uh, Takashi, and I think she had said something along the lines of like, you know, this is somebody I already had a relationship with, and this isn't for clout. Son, cut it and out. to me, it's like it was for clout because one, y'all not even from the same era. Ever, bro. Right? Yeah, not like bro. the way Nicki constructs her music and the way what Takashi does. They're not the same thing. That's first, and then secondly, you only you got on the track with Takashi when he was like. Popping, popping. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like you got on with him early in his development, and it's like, oh, I've been fucked with him. I must say, that's the only song that I actually liked, and I was like, fuck. I'm, I'm I didn't like him, yeah. but I can't really even the like the first joint they did. Yes, but I'm not gonna lie, the first joint he did with him, yeah. And and to me, the joint that him and Tory had on his album was, hard. was super hard, yeah. yo, super yeah. tough. And that's when I thought, like, yo, he might, because I remember when he teased it. Cause Scott Storch did that beat. Mm -hmm. When he teased the joint with with uh, him and Tori, I was like, "Oh, he might have something." Yeah. And then everything fell apart after that. What's bro? up with them? They, yo, yo. But that's, that's what I'm saying. That's why you, the you price know, of fucking fame. He had the wrong street niggas around because they should have shielded him. That's a different era, though. That was going on in the street. That's a different era, cause like we we talking older era of of, of, of street niggas. They telling you to go inside. They telling you, oh, you go play ball, go over there. But that's not even that. It's that. It's 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 because all right. So you got street niggas that get money and really get to the bag, and you know what I'm saying. And then you got just niggas that's just in the that street. That just want to just be a part of some bullshit. Yeah. Uh -huh. And the ones that that just in the street that mean they they never they wasn't getting fly. They wasn't really getting money. Oh, those niggas they they be outside. They be outside. They be outside. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them is different niggas. They be outside. You go to the club. They they come. They outside. You come back. They still outside. Yeah, I'm saying when you to that level of notoriety coming in, that level of fame. Now you got all the best fucking clothes, shoes, cars. You fly all over the world. You got the baddest bitches at your disposal. 
and they not used to that. So that's the type of motherfucker that I have you fucked up in the game. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not gonna give him a pass on that. I'm not gonna give him a pass on that because it's documented that Shoddy and Mel Murder had ties to Dipset. Mm -hmm. So y'all saw, especially for people that don't remember, that late 90s, early 2000s Dipset rise. Yeah. Right? Where they was affiliated, they was in the streets. Yeah. Uh -huh. But it wasn't. Right, but you also saw where it was like, we gonna keep their name out of it because that's the cash cow. Yeah. That's how we keep going city to city. Absolutely. Without yeah. any issue because Absolutely. we can't allow Cam and Jim and Jewels mm -hmm. to get caught up in bullshit. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Whatever they did before this does not matter. Now, they cannot get caught up in this shit. Yep. They getting the money, right? But is that not a? But that's a, that's like a different era, is it not? Though that's a different understanding. It is, but Shadi and Mel Murder was yeah. part of that crew. But yeah, so that's not really. And that's what I'm saying. Shadi and Mel Murder yeah. was 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 uh, was um what you call it was a uh, well, non-trade. Yeah. Okay, okay, so okay. That's but what Mel I'm saying. Was, like you got to be though. Right, Mel Murder. That's Jim's man. Okay, okay. So he was around. Shadi was was around, but he wasn't. He wasn't like in Matt. depth. Yeah, he wasn't that far. You know what I'm saying? But Mel Murder is also higher up. Talking some New York street yeah. shit for motherfuckers in other places and shit. Yeah, because everybody don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got we got it. We got to You know we got to Cause cause cause. One of our topics that we had today was we was gonna talk about fucking the MTA and the fucking finding motherfuckers and shit. Keep it in New York. You know what I'm saying? Because like, cause, cause, cause that's the thing. You know, you go to D.C., they got trains. You go to fucking Philly, they got their systems or whatever. But it, it, but New York City seems to be one of the most congested, the most busiest fucking places in the world and shit. And these motherfuckers said they're now going to start finding people, I guess, if they don't um, wear masks. I feel like that's kind of, that, that, that should be a situation in most places. I feel like in the, when we go in a local place like the corner store and shit like that, nobody's wearing that shit no right. more. Well, the corner store operates by its own law. Mm -hmm. We know that. You know what I'm saying? Because the corner store sells loose cigarettes. The corner store sells beer to anybody who's willing to buy. <laughs> the corner store sells rolling papers to anybody. Fam, no. Yo, was we in the store with the young boy the other day, Ant, and he was wilding? Remember? Which store? It was some store. Some young boy was wilding. It, was, it, was, it wasn't me and you. I'm trying to remember who it was, and the young boy just like, just it was me and my cousin. That's what it was. We was on like Boston Road or some shit. Some young little... Stocky young boy was for those like, that don't know for those outside yeah. of New York, Boston Road is one of them live areas. We yeah. know. So my family is from the area and shit like that. That's why I lived the first like seven years of my life, eight years of my life and shit. And the nigga turned around like on some fucking like you trying to buy me this beer and shit? Mad aggressive. So the nigga like my cousin some old school like like her Bronx nigga like son she want me to hurt him, bro. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you right now, What's bro. Wrong with him? <laughs> I don't, you said you was with your cousin? Yeah. Your cousin was locked up, right? I, I'm going to tell you how I know. He did a little bit of time. I'm going to tell you how I know. I mean, because a lot of lot of people in my family were like, but whenever a nigga been locked up, they'll tell you they're about to do some shit. When they come yeah. to you, be like, yeah. this nigga want me to hurt him. Yeah. When they won't even address the person yeah. who the issue yeah. is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. They yeah. say it so everybody get, but they won't yeah. address this nigga want me to yeah, hurt him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you know, like, that's chill, what's chill, going chill, right chill, 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 <laughs> yeah. chill, chill, chill. Because they had an out of body experience this Right, time. right. That's what just happened. Right. When, when that's how they back? calm themselves. Yeah. I that's got a lot they, of friends like that. That's how they calm yeah. themselves. That's the bro. problems. That's no, funny, yo. That's what you got to do, <laughs> that's though. That's how man. they calm themselves. Yeah. Bro, my cousin, my main man, we grew up together. <laughs> right? I heard this nigga tell somebody one day, like, yo, he got so mad. He was like, yo, bro. Killing you and going to jail is nothing for me because that's a free workout. What? 
When I heard him say that, I'm like, what? Oh, nigga, chill. Hey, <laughs> you what? Chill. I had to literally put him in a headlight. Say that again. Say that again. Hold the music for a second. Yo, my man said, killing you. To another nigga we had an issue, he's like, killing you and going to jail was nothing for me because that's a free workout. He did a dime. Listen. He did, yo, he did, a, say, he, he did he a certain number of years of time like that. that. He did some time. He I'm just going to say, when a nigga look at jail as a free workout, yeah. Yeah. you don't want that Because he already know the yeah, system you already. Gotta, right. You got to let that shit go at that right. point. He know that's the why system. I, tell, I yeah. tell people all the time, bro, like if that I got an issue with you, I just want to fight you. Yeah. He want to kill you. It's different. Yeah. We could just scrap and... Two weeks from now, we might see each other, and there's no issue. It's like whatever, we scrapped it out. Yeah. He wanted. He wanted. Remember Physically, when Cam said, "I'll be a fight to the death." Type remember, of situation. remember when Cam said, "I'm ready." Part of shit. Remember when Cam said, "I'm ready to knock your head straight off your motherfucking shoulders." Yeah. That's yeah. what he's talking about. So that's how I know when it, when a, I've seen it, bro. When somebody will have an issue and they look at you like this nigga want me to kill yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's happened like, to me a few yeah, times. That's not the nigga you want to fuck with. Dude. That's nah, happened that to me a few times, and, and, and I, don't, I don't even think it was like an extended period of times, but he's been there before. So I, yeah, yeah. Castle got that right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. It, it's it's yeah, different, bro. You, it's it's, it's, it's different. Be a fucking ass. We're not saying it to brag. We're just saying there's certain niggas that don't want to fight. There's yeah. certain yeah. niggas that there is no fighting. Yeah, it's somebody's dying. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You going. That's Something. why you gotta be careful when you out here just starting shit with random motherfuckers, cause you really don't know the, the where everybody is at mentally. And they don't even gotta be a jail nigga to to, to no, no, switch right, on you. Right, right, right. No. It just he might it might have been that motherfucking day. He might have lost somebody, yo. lost a job, and you don't know what the fuck. I see, yo, on. I saw some yo. That man a snap. Last summer on the train, yo, I seen like at least three fights. In like in like a in like Especially a, a like six right week now. span, yeah. bro. It was so many fights. This one, yo, this one old head boxes dude up so bad. I said, oh nah, he fucked that nigga up. Dude was drunk, talking shit. He walked in in the train. I'm gonna walk up to you, real orthodox. For those that don't right. know that, that's right. right. You're right-handed. right handed. Real orthodox. And then switch on. Dipped him. Yes. Dipped him. Hit him two times. Yo, dude was dripping. He was like, what? He tried to come at him. Bop, set him down. I said, nah. Yeah. She was crazy. But yeah, I went to I went to uh fucking Aaron Davis gym uh mm-hmm. last week. Shout out to, to the big homie. Um he's, he's a friend of uh, real fans, real talk. It's like one about boxing uh experts I go through that we can always get to come on the show any fight that's going on, he'll come chop it up with us. Real fucking cool, dude. I'm gonna take my little cousin. We was just talking about how to like with the shooting and the young boys and all yeah. that other bullshit. Now you have to. Yeah, I'm gonna take my little cousin with me. Um I went with my cousin actually uh, this past weekend, so I'm gonna take my little other cousin with me. Fourteen, you know what I'm saying? Give him a different experience, shit like that. Time. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, work out the aggression, hit the bag. You know what I'm saying? But but being in the gym, you know what I'm saying? I, I boxed a little bit when I was younger, mm-hmm. a little bit, not nothing crazy. And we talked about the fight game, mm-hmm. and you know, being in the gym, let people know how tough it is, because you know there's certain people who think they can just jump in the gym. <laughs> This people bro. think, oh, I, I can do that. You know what I'm saying? I, I get in there. Motherfuckers say they can go pro in two weeks. So I played football from age eight to like about 22. I was pretty athletic most you of my life. You good shape. You know, good shape. Uh, know. And 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 even afterwards, like I still, you know, stayed in pretty good shape. But even right now, like somebody might say you, you look fine. I may say to myself, you know, I hold myself to a certain standard. It is what right. it is. Nah, bro. Like, even if you a street fighter and Dang. you go in there, you're going to be tired. You know, you can't be yeah. some motherfucker that don't fucking, like, work out. You fucking binge drink, eat all type of shit. 
Yeah. And think you so, gonna go in there like that shit is different, so bro. So let's be clear for the motherfuckers who sit at home and they want to be a corner coach while the fight is on. Because mm. we all been to them fight parties. Yeah. Where it be that dude? Why he not slipping? <laughs> Nah. First of all, you wasn't even a defensive fighter. Fuck out of here. Right. You telling him first to slip. My G, first of all, it's not as easy as you think Yo. when it's a really trained not. fighter stepping in front of you yes. and moving side to side yes. and slipping yeah. you. Right. And yes. We, and, and, you know, doing real fans, real talk, like we have a lot of friends in the boxing community, fighters, trainers, managers, ring announcers, judges, everything. And so we've had in depth conversations, like I've been at. At like at fucking fight parties with the champ and just different members of the boxing community, it's not no fucking game. It's not right. something where you gonna come in. Shit, and, fun and, though. And go and go two days a week and think you're doing something. If you are, if you if boxing is not a sport where you can afford to play around. If Yo. you're boxing, you're gonna be training pretty much twenty four seven. You're on dedication. Training. I love my chance. That's it. There's dedication. no, there's no in with boxing. The reason I love the sport of boxing because it's the perfect combination of being able to think and outwit your opponent mm-hmm. while being aggressive. That's what I really. That's what that's- I love. Yo, they like yo hit tap the bag. I was like, I don't know how to tap the bag, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm fucking <laughs> rocking and, and, this shit, and, and like. I, and I always say this to people because when when you're boxing, like you talked about, and you talked about the street fight, right? Mm. Because I had just a very slight boxing bo- bo- background, mm. like understanding traps people might set for you, positioning, mm. like that's what makes it the sweet science. Yeah. Knowing that yo, if I if I position myself this way and I show you this, mm-hmm. you are gonna step here. And now I can step over. You the quarterback, him. but you by yourself, right? Yes, yeah. it's, 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 it's a you the pitcher, but you by yourself, right? But it, it takes a certain level of dedication. Yep. It takes a, a certain level of commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of lack of commitment, <laughs> uh, we talking sports. Daniel House of the Houston uh, Rockets. Yeah. They recently got a, they recently got eliminated, mm-hmm. but your man had no no dedication at all because he invited one of the COVID workers in but, a bu- in a bubble. You but know he, hold up, we can't say that he was dedicated to something. He was dedicated to, to, to that. To some cutty. But you know yeah. what? He came up with a better story than the man before him, though. What was the other story? Well, the guy, the kid from the Seahawks, he was trying to sneak somebody from the outsiders. But, that was right. but he had to have a better story. Yes. You're not telling me that I thought about that. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But when House, at least, like, all right. So I, I would say a little bit what House is like, all right. We know this this chick don't got COVID because she's all been over, over right. in the bubble. And she's... Wanted, I guess, the, the nurses or the doctors there, something like that. Yeah, she was part of like the testing crew. Yeah, she was part of the testing crew. So, so he back, yo. Yeah. So and like honestly, that's I like him, that's like in the training there in football camp. I'm them for the game because to set the tone, but I probably would have let him rock as 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 opposed to the kid from the Seahawks. Like, I, you got to cut that motherfucker because you brought somebody in from the yeah. outside right. that you don't know could be fucking COVID positive right now. Just mm-hmm. expose. Your whole team, the organization, anybody else that's around for some cutting. And, and then your house situation, she was already inside the bubble, so at least you know she wasn't infected. Well, with COVID anyway. Right. So you think somebody in the Lakers <laughs> staff snitched? Not play- <laughs> I don't think somebody in the Lakers snitched, but I will say if, if Daniel House, he's a good ball player. Mm-hmm. We're not going to try to trash him like he's a scrub. He's not a scrub. Mm-hmm. But. Had he been a, a more high profile guy, oh, he'd still been there, right? Yeah, they would, they would, they would have accommodated. Cause you see the how they treated Rondo. Well, I'm, I'm gonna say this. I think Daniel House wasn't the first dude who was smart enough to realize I could finesse this. Yeah, situation. yeah. And she probably bust. Some, she think she bust somebody off. She was getting dicks. 
She was getting bagged on this. I was like shorty that was on um, this dude podcast. All that thing was like that. Oh, you talking about what's her name? Oh, no jumper shit. Snowflake, yeah, yeah. yeah. Snowflake yeah. On, on, on no jumper. Shit, somebody, somebody ain't get the massage and the handy job. Yeah, exactly. nah, I'm sure. I'm sure it was going down because you gotta remember a lot of these dudes. Their girlfriends just showed up this round. Yeah, they've been in the bubble. How long they been in the bubble now? We we talking what two solid months? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You telling me dudes has just been in the bubble? Yeah, but no. But all right. So here's the thing, right? We're in the second round of the playoffs. Players was allowed to start bringing third round now. Yeah, in. yeah. So you could have just had two drunks come in. Like no, 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 no. They had to be certain people though. That was for the second round. It was. They said they was in the second round. That's what I'm saying. But him and Shorty might have already been fucking around for a little bit. That the bubble, Shorty, the China chick. Yeah, that, 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 maybe she just oh, got maybe they might have just right. caught it now. He was trying to sneak in the dorm room, she and somebody told the RA told and shit. That's probably how it went down. But that's yeah, what I'm you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Somebody blew it up now. Somebody was mad because she curved. She curved somebody. She curved somebody. Right, they was in the second round. Right, you, you bugging right he, now. You're right. I, I forgot about that. They was at the point where you could have brought somebody in, so they probably had already been fucking around and somebody yeah. brought the spot. So, Quinn, that's so he Quinn Cook says somebody in. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna put that on Quinn Cook because he a Duke nigga. But you know I'm a hater because I'm a fucking Carolina fan. But anyways, it's shooting the shit, shooting the shit, shooting the motherfucking shit. Before we get out of here though, Sean, Eric, one more time, just let them know where they can uh, check out that uh, Brianna Taylor documentary. Mm. Oh, it's on Hulu. It's uh, presented by the New York Times. Um, it's about an hour and ten minutes. I encourage everyone to check it out because it's very informative. But her lawyer's on there, her, her close friends, her mother's on there, and for the most part, we knew we knew the details of the story. But seeing it again, again, it, it, it strikes a little deeper because you understand this is a young woman who had goals and aspirations that she was attaining. She was she was getting to them. You know, she was an EMT. She was also taking her courses for nursing. Mm-hmm. She was a taxpaying citizen who was doing all the right things. Mind her fucking business. Right. Mm-hmm. She was a taxpaying citizen doing, minding her business, doing all the right things, in bed, on her way to sure. work the next morning when somebody decided to break down her door and her boyfriend decided to defend them. Mm-hmm. And yet somehow they're perceived as suspects. Yeah. In an ongoing investigation. We gotta protect these fucking women. We're gonna talk about that shit on the next episode um, of uh shooting the shit. Because uh, there's a potential individual that we gotta question, man. It's it's kinda crazy. I know we gotta protect them all, but you know gets rest a little peace, you know rest absolutely in peace, George Floyd, rest in, uh, in peace of Mark Aubrey and uh speedy recovery to Jacob Blake. Absolutely, absolutely yes, shooting the shit, shooting the shit, shooting the shit. Y'all be cool like y'all be cool. Yes sir.